welcome back to the show. It is Barbara Gian at barbaragian.com. I hope everybody is doing amazing. A couple of episodes ago, doesn't even really qualify as an episode, but I did a special announcement. It was just a few minutes long and I wanted to share all about my new YouTube channel. It's not really a new channel, but it's a new way that I'm using it. I am posting uh, videos daily reading the New Testament. It's just something that I really want to get through myself. And I had a download that I should do it together in community um, on a platform. And so I chose YouTube. So it is there. I honestly am just getting my act together because I had an idea, sort of a vision for how I wanted it to be. Just really simple, literally just reading through a little bit every single day and then giving some food for thought or something to take away from it. But you know, whenever you start something from scratch, it's just you just kind of have to feel your way into it and and get into your your groove. So I'm still figuring it out. I also bought a webcam just to try to get the quality to be a little bit better. And oh my gosh, it's like every time I start something or get something, I have to figure it out. So of course, I watch a bunch of YouTubes and I do a bunch of research. And at first I was having trouble just figuring out how to connect my webcam. And now there's an audio delay. And for the life of me, I can't seem to get it right. So it's, it is frustrating. Uh, But I got to work on that and, and get it all together. So that's that. I would love for you to join me. The channel is Barbara Gian Official. So it is the Daily Word with Barbara, but the channel itself is Barbara Gian Official. The link is in the notes. So you can just click it and find me there. Subscribe and follow along. Jump in every day. It's just I try to keep it always, always under 10 minutes, uh, closer to five. So if you have a few minutes to spare and you want to get into the Bible and uh, read through the New Testament, oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. So join me over there. I hope to see you there. All right. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to say thank you to our sponsor. Every day, I actually start my day by practicing gratitude and soaking up the Word of God in several ways. Not only does this keep me grounded and connected to His presence and His power in my life, but it renews me. It renews my mind, body, and soul just to face the day and the week ahead. And one of the things that has been so helpful in this practice is my Always Faithful devotional. This is a 52-week journal. It includes a key scripture, a theme for the week, pages for practicing your gratitude and for writing out your prayer requests and daily declarations, which on their own have been so powerful and life-giving. So you can find the link for this uh, by going to my website, barbaragian.com, or simply find it in the show notes and grab one for you and a friend. Okay, well, guys, we are talking about L-O-V-E love. And a new friend that I have on Facebook recently posted a graphic that read, it was right when I was thinking about doing a show on this topic, and this post popped up, of course. It reads, And if, when it is all over, I am asked what I did with my life, I want to be able to say I offered love. Come on now. What could be more impactful than simply walking in love and freely giving it to everyone around you? It doesn't cost you a thing. And we know that one of God's greatest and most important commandments was that we do that. We walk in love. Matthew 22 36 through 40 reads, Teacher, 
This is the uh, disciples asking Jesus, teacher, what, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So he calls all of us to live a life of love. Can you imagine, just stop, close your eyes if you're able, imagine what the world would be like if we obeyed these two commands on love, especially the way the world is right now. So much of the pain and suffering that we see happening uh, would never happen. They wouldn't exist. And I'm talking from the most horrible things like war and murder to seemingly smaller things like jealousy and stealing from others because those, although they seem small, they can lead to big, big things. None of these things would happen if we all walked in love. And yet we know that we'll never live in a world that doesn't have these harmful and divisive tendencies, right? But that does not mean that you and I can't make a difference. And listen to how big of a difference you and I can make if we obey the word of God and do what he calls us to do. Luke 6 verses 32 through 36 say this, prepare yourself. If you love those who love you, who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. So, if we behave and walk the way that we are called to, we are such difference makers, and we have such an impact. In fact, while we were driving in the car, I was building the outline to this episode and I came across, I wanted to know more about just how much of a difference each of us can make. So I started looking it up and I always cross-reference because I want to make sure that I'm not just finding it from one source and that's that. No, I want to make sure that multiple matches are made for information that I come across. So according to multiple studies and reports and Google it yourself, even the most introverted individual, I repeat, even the most introverted individual will influence, are you ready for this number? 10,000 people in their lifetime. Come on. I guess I would consider myself more of an ambivert, more in the middle, a little more on the introverted side, but when I'm in very comfortable spaces or with people that I feel like I know well enough or I'm just comfortable around, then I'm more extroverted, but typically I'm more introverted. But even the most quiet to themselves person with maybe fewer social circles or uh, interactions, they're going to influence thousands of people in their lifetime. And so it just got me thinking, we were in the car again at this time, I was uh, working on this, 
And I just started having thoughts. And so I thought, how would it impact my husband if I showered him with a little extra love today? I mean, I always try to be loving, but I just was thinking, what if I just went a little above and beyond more than usual? Um, How would that impact him? And as I'm playing this out, I could easily imagine that my expression of love would cause him to feel good naturally. Whenever you love on somebody, it makes them feel good from the inside. And it makes that person want to be a little extra nice to others, right? And as each of those people are met with love and kindness, they too turn around and express that same love to everybody they interact with, hopefully. I I would think so. But the point is, this is a ripple effect that we all have. And that's the way that we are. So no matter how introverted we are, how much of ourselves we think we are, we can all make a huge impact in the world just by the smallest acts of love. A few months ago, it's already been, I think, six months now. It's so crazy how just time just flies. I had the honor of officiating my nephew's wedding. And of course, I cited the most popular scripture on love. And I remember really hoping that the words of that verse would be heard, like really heard and felt. Because I think that many of us, myself included, have heard this verse. I'm going to read it to you in just a minute. We've heard it so many times and it sort of gets viewed as a feel-good scripture rather than hugely important and impactful words from God that should be taken much more seriously and uh, put into motion in all of our lives. So let's read the verse on love. It is from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Here it goes. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. I had to read that one a few times. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Ah, that's such a good one. I mean, I can read that so many times in a row just to get it rooted into my spirit. It's just so powerful. And there are so many verses where a lot of us will say something like, oh, that's a good one. Because they are. They're really good words. But the question is, are we taking these words to heart? Are we letting them settle into our spirits and take root so that we're actually able to live them out? Because I know, just according to that scripture that I just read from 1 Corinthians, I can do so much uh, better of a job at living out um, some of those points on love. Because do you know how many times, and this is in the past, I, I really can say honestly, I don't do this anymore, but in the past, I would remember someone's wrong and I would allow it to just get me all riled up or just react or behave in a certain way that was not good. And it happened too many times. And we're called to more. We are called to more as believers. God instructed us very clearly to walk in love, to show love with all of our being. And he says to love God with all your mind, all your heart, and all your soul. And that means everything. Because in the end, love does cover all. And love does conquer all. And it's so desperately what we need 
in our own spirits, in our own homes, in our own communities, but in the world. We just, we all need this every day, always. So how can you respond to this call? Because if you're hearing this message right now, it's no accident. I really believe that you are being called to love more and to respond without hesitation. So here is a starting point. Think about who you'll see or be around today or tomorrow. Keep it real short um, right now in the present and, and ask, how can I express more love to whatever person or people you're going to be around? And I, I want to point out that saying the words, I love you, they matter and they have power, but they should always be backed up with action. Because I'm a big I love you person, I can meet you one time or, or not at all and be like, I love you. And I mean it. I love people so much and so easily. But I, I would hope that I, I back it up with action. So I want to share some examples of how I've seen others express their love in subtle but powerful ways. And maybe it'll inspire an idea in some of you. So this is something my sister-in-law, my cuñada, she does. Um, she works in a government building. It's actually a county jail building. So you can imagine it's not the most bright and cheerful place. But she's used one of their common spaces to put up positive affirmation cards um, with positive messages and a little handwritten message of her own just to inspire and encourage other people in that building. And many times they have, they have, stopped and just read it and then expressed how much they loved it and how much it helped them. So that is a small act of love that you probably wouldn't think of or consider otherwise. I have uh, several friends who regularly reach out through text or social media or however um, and just encourage me with their kind words of support. I mean a, a word or a few words can go so far you guys. I have a friend at our weekly women's Bible study. She's one of our table leaders. And every week she sends us all in the group a text message, just checking in and reminding us that she loves us. We love you too, Miss Kelly, if you're listening. And and then I have uh, one of my dearest, closest friends. She always makes a point to send me a handwritten card, either not just for my birthday, but for my birthday or a holiday, but just, just to say hi. And it means so much to me. So I could give you a dozen more examples, but man, there are so many ways to show that you love people. So say the words, say the words. Because sometimes too, I thought about that while I was writing this, I often don't say I love you. Um, I think I say it to my kids a lot, but maybe kind of overlook it when it comes to my husband or other people. So I definitely think the words are important, but make sure it's followed up uh, with action. You can answer or make a phone call, which, gosh, it seems like pulling teeth. Get anybody pick up the phone and actually call these days. Send a text or a gift, um, even a card like my friend does. Smile at people. Look at them in the eyes and greet them with kindness. Do you know how many people go without just that simple act of eye contact and a smile? And love can be felt because it is an energy that we carry. You can't deny that. Uh, you can give a compliment, offer to help some someone with something, invite someone to coffee or lunch. Um, there's just so many ways for us to show compassion and patience toward others. Uh, and it goes so far. There's so many ways we can respond to this call. So I'm going to leave you w- with that thought. 
And I want each and every one of you to know that I love you and God loves you and you are a gift to the world and you are worthy, worthy, worthy. You are amazing. I will see you all here again next week. Until then, you be a blessing and be blessed.